0: You're listening to Test, Learn, Grow, where we believe that all marketing should create value, build trust, and inspire change. This is The Level Agency Way. Hey, my name is Miles Biggs. And I'm Alan Reynolds. Alan and I are proud to be your hosts for this podcast.
1: And each episode of Test, Learn, Grow will be joined by agency team members and other members of the marketing community for radically candid conversations on all things marketing.
0: So without any further ado... Let's have one of those conversations and jump into today's episode.
1: Hey, welcome back to the podcast. It's Alan here, and today we're in for a special treat. I'll be interviewing Miles on how he got so good with soft skills and what exactly those even are. Miles, welcome back.
0: Hey, I'm happy to be here as a guest. I'm looking. This is gonna be fun. So thanks for having me.
1: Now, don't think this gets you out of doing all the post production work. Miles. <laughs> So I briefly alluded to it. What the hell are soft skills? You know, I feel like I'm always, especially in the training, onboarding world, hearing about soft skills, It's a buzzword, but I don't really have a strong understanding of what exactly those are.
0: Sure. So a fun fact about the term soft skills is that it was actually created by the military, by the U.S. Army in the late 60s. And it basically refers to any skill that doesn't employ the use of machinery. So in the 60s, the military realized that a lot of important categories and skills related to soldiering and and leading soldiers didn't, you know, come down to how do you operate, you know, a piece of machinery, you know, a gun, driving a tank, you know, whatever it might be in the military world. But how do you communicate with people, appeal to the human side of folks, motivate people, things like that. And so it's really where the term was born. And I think it's, you know, obviously it's been around long before then. It's just they put a name to it and that caught on. And, you know, with the resources that the military has, they've done a lot of research around the area. And a lot of the the literature around soft skill is kind of born out of that. And then people that have left the military and, you know, taken that, you know, into the civilian life. But so that's hard. Soft skills. Are, are things that don't imply to machinery or technical skills. If you think of a technical skill like I'm going to be a computer programmer or something, right? The actual act of coding is very technical. But a softer skill are more of those personal skills that allow you to interact effectively with other people.
1: Could you give us a few examples of, of some of those skills?
0: Sure. So some of the most common things and people think about soft skills would be things like... Problem solving, public speaking, you know, how to write effectively for different audiences, leadership at its heart, your own personal attitude, work ethic, how to navigate effectively with people from different backgrounds, different cultures, and still be able to work with them and, you know, kind of work across the aisle to bring politics into it, right? You might not agree with something that everybody believes in or has to say, but, at the end of the day, you know, if we're going to be a team and, and teams are built up with people from all walks of life, you still need to work together. So soft skills are all of those things.
1: But the recurring thread that ties those is that they're really hard to teach. You know, if I say, hey, Miles, I'm going to train you on leadership today or let's talk like I'm, you're going to learn work ethic today. And by the time we're done, you're going to be excellent at work ethic. They're very hard and very tricky to, to nail down and, and to transmit to others, right? Which leads to my question, you know, you are the director of strategic projects, which is basically an umbrella term to house all the crazy things that you do for level, <laughs> whether it's business development, working with clients, you know, he- being a team lead and heading up our team and not constantly training and onboarding new hires and managing projects to the work you do with leadership and the executive team you're all over the map. And this isn't your first rodeo, of course, you know, previously you've done a couple, you've had, you have your own podcasts, you've been very successful at other companies and you know, I'm not talking to a 90 year old here, <laughs> you know, you're, uh, you're still a relatively fresh, fresh dude. How the heck did you get there? You know, how, how have you, 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 when I think about it, you exemplify work ethic, leadership, navigating across cultures you excel in soft skills how did you learn
0: those yeah well it's i wish i could say here's the exact formula right everybody go out and do this i think you know i'll I'll share my example but i think before i do that my thoughts on this is that it's really everyone's path is different and obviously what worked for me is not going to work for everybody how i learned it won't be how other people learned it it's also something that if you are 90 to use that example throughout right that you can still learn them, right? Like this is something that at any stage of life, you can learn and unlearn them, right? Just because you're good at it one day doesn't mean you're going to be good at it the next day. It's something where we all need to constantly be focusing on. For me, as I reflect back on you know my path to where we're at in this conversation today, there are a number of different things that drove this. I think a lot of it for me started very early um, at a young age, and just things that my parents got me involved in, be it sports or, or Boy Scouts. You know, so things like work ethic, right? I I was in Cub Scouts and I was all the way till I was 18 and I earned my Eagle Scout. And so I learned a lot about working towards specific goals, doing things that are hard, stepping out of my comfort zone. Similarly, I played, you know, baseball, soccer, basketball as a kid and then I really got into swimming in middle school and I swam competitively all the way through college. So again, work ethic and how hard can you push yourself and Really in swimming, I love swimming as a sport, as an example, because there's nobody but to blame but you, right? In team sports, in baseball, you can like point at the guy and let picking pick dandelions or something and blame him because it's easy to do that versus looking at yourself and being really honest about why something didn't go the way you wanted it to go. But in swimming, it's just you and the water and the other people are in their lanes. And at the end of the day, whoever put in the training and had the best day of that day is going to win and
1: so so you don't use the excuse the water was too cold today no it doesn't work right because <laughs>
0: water. yeah oh, so man. all that's so applicable to the to work life because while we're on a team right it's we all need to have ownership over our specific things that we're doing and so like that, that ties into mindset too so i learned those things there and then you know so really i was i was I was learning soft skills without knowing they were soft skills, right? Through these activities throughout my childhood and, and teenage years. And where I really started to get an understanding of it was more in college when, you know, I always joke about this that, you know, I minored in sociology, but it was really just because my girlfriend, now wife at the time, was majoring in sociology <laughs> and I was just following her around in classes and figured out one day, oh, I guess I have a minor now. So I took a lot of sociology classes sitting next to my wife Claire. And that was really interesting because there's obviously a lot of research on the study of, of humans and society, which is what sociology is. And it, you know a lot of those classes challenged me to think differently about things as heavy as gender and race, and then other things just about like the makeup of teams and the rules of society and why we do the things we do. And that really helped me look at things through a different lens and shape a lot of my approach to things now you know, reading just, geez, so many books and reading and, you know, then trying to take things and ideas that I get from other people and apply it to things in my profession. Cause really that's the best way to learn. Like you can learn about anything by reading it, but whether it's a soft skill or a technical skill, the only way you're really going to sharpen that skill and truly learn it is by applying it and actually doing whatever that is. So I learned public speaking by public speaking right? By doing the podcast, by putting myself out there to do speeches at professional events. I learned about writing by writing, you know, writing for work, or I've written a book personally, and you learn a lot about that. Leadership, you know, whether it was being a captain of a sports team as a kid or having leadership positions in Boy Scouts to then having my professional life, you know, you you learn a lot by actually doing it and making mistakes, but then analyzing those mistakes and learning from them, so you can do better the next time. So I could keep going for hours on all that stuff. I'm going to pause because I'm sure you. I'm,
1: are. Uh, yeah. you know, I'm just taken aback that you learned anything in the sociology courses, you know, considering considering the fact that <laughs> you, you retained anything. But it brings up a really interesting point when it comes to work and marketing. I have a few numbers here regarding data driven decisions and soft skills. The future of work 2021 study conducted by monster global hiring when asked what the top skills employers were looking for it was really interesting the the results they said dependability teamwork problem solving and flexibility were the the top skills they were looking for it wasn't you know how to use python or being prolific at at ga it was soft skills without saying they're soft skills is what most employers are the top skills that employers were looking for. And it also connects to LinkedIn. They also had, did, conducted a survey where they reported that 89% of recruiters when a new hire doesn't work out, 89% of the time it usually comes down to a lack of soft skills. So it's not that the new hire couldn't do, you know, couldn't couldn't use Python or Google Analytics, it was something related to soft skills. Does that surprise you or not? And- no,
0: not at all. I mean, we're humans, right? Humans are social species. We're, we're pack animals, right? We thrive off of the relationships we have with other people. So, really, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how good any of us are at something. If nobody can stand working with you, right? If no client can connect with you personally, they're not going to hire you. If your coworkers, don't like being around you or you're rude to them or you you can't navigate a social situation, they don't want to work for you. So those are the people that end up like working their way out of companies. And then the folks that can navigate social situations, can you know build people up on their team, are are good friends as well as coworkers. You know, they're a pleasure to be around in addition to doing good work, that those are the people that stay. Those are the people that get promoted in leadership positions. Those are the companies that get hired. People want to work with people they like. It's as simple as that.
1: That's awesome, Miles, And that really resonates with a Yale University study that was recently published that found people with emotionally intelligent leadership, those who are self-aware, empathetic, were identified as being more creative and innovative at work. 70% on the flip side, 70% of employees whose managers had poor emotional intelligence and soft skills said their main feeling towards work was negative. So really critical that people in leadership have excellent soft skills, excellent emotional intelligence. And it it explains why people in your position are super successful, right? At a certain point, everyone can do the technical skill. That's, that's just, you know, that's not going to get you the promotion into a higher pay grade or leadership title, really is how can you motivate other people.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think for the most part, what you said is true. I mean, it depends on the organization. Of course, sometimes the people that do get promoted are the ones that have the like crazy technical skills or those are the people that start companies and build apps and, and huge things. Right. You look at Mark Zuckerberg, you know, he was literally built Facebook cause he was technically proficient. Right. But then in transitioning from the builder of something to a CEO, it's not like to scale. Right. I think that's, that's the difference. Like you can build something and lead from a, space of technical proficiency, but if you're going to scale something and build more than a product, but grow an organization that's going to have a huge lasting impact you know, on the world, something like Facebook, to use him as an example, then you've got to be able to inspire other people to come alongside your vision. They're going to want to build things with you and for you. And that's where the soft skills come into play. Or at least you said about self-awareness, the awareness to recognize the soft skills you don't have and then growing the team to add people that have the qualities that you don't have so that as a collective, it's represented and you can move forward together.
1: What you're describing also sounds a lot like marketing.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like we're a marketing agency and we're in the professional services industry. So you can think of lawyers, accountants, also in the professional services industry. But whether you're in our industry, you're in manufacturing, you were in retail, e-commerce, whatever, right? We're all in the people business. And, you know, I used to work in a manufacturing company. and I said this all the time because that's a great example of people be promoted, you know, from the floor building something. They'd be really good at doing their tasks. So then they get promoted. and Now they're a foreman or they're a group lead or they become the plant superintendent because they were really good at something. And so they they can recognize what's good in somebody else and coach other people. But it's not about them building it anymore. They've got to get other people to build it. So why the product of a manufacturing facility is something, an actual physical good, how you get there is people, you know, for the most part, of course, automation, right? We talk about that. Some of it's robots, but even there are people that maintain the robots, right? And so you have to be able to get people to go along with you on a goal at the end of the day. So soft skills, it's super important Uh, and it's important in marketing too, because the things we're making are that we're making words, we're making graphic images. We are thinking very critically using our design thinking principles to build audiences in which to serve those words and those graphic images or videos. And if we could do every, we could do everything technically 100%, but if that messaging is not human and heart centered and doesn't resonate with the human that's supposed to receiving it, then the marketing is not going to be effective. So, you need to be technically proficient, yes, but you need to also understand people, what motivates them, what's going to cause them to make some sort of decision, take an action, and then put that into the marketing. So it's, I mean, it's, it's a huge part of everything that we do.
1: So to recap, soft skills, term coined by the military, to emphasize the high priority it is to acquire these skills, such as leadership, work ethic, navigating across the aisle across different cultures, etc. These things that aren't explicitly taught, but yet you have to acquire through different experiences. Miles gave us a really nice journey through his background and how he became so good at it through experiences. And then lastly, we touched on marketing, how soft skills are critical if you want to be a great marketer, that human-centered marketing tapping into an understanding motivations and getting meaningful change from it requires you to be excellent at soft skills any final words of wisdom miles when it comes to people listening to this podcast who are like "Ooh, i recognize it's important but maybe i'm not the greatest at you know a certain skill you listed or i want to be how do i get there
0: yeah, I think you know. I'll, I'll use that example, right? Not greatest at a skill, and you want to be. That's exactly why I got into podcasting. You know, I know to everyone that listens to this or maybe watches the videos. I'm sure, I come across as very confident, extroverted guy, but I'm actually an extra like an extroverted introvert, right? Like my resting state is not chatterbox. I could be very happy talking to nobody in a day, and just <clears throat> it's me in a book on the beach, you know, whatever. But I, I knew that about myself, so self awareness, right? I recognized that I, I I needed to get better at it in order to advance my career, and that I wasn't there yet. And so I was listening to podcasts about it, had an aha moment one day, and said, "This couldn't be that hard to do. Let me try." And this would help me do all those things. And so I started a podcast at the end of 2017, and here we are in 2022, and I'm still podcasting and. Through podcasting, I've, I've probably done almost 400 podcast episodes across different shows that I've been a part of. Talked to hundreds of different people from all different walks of life, different backgrounds, heard their stories, had to engage in conversation, You know, hold that space as an interviewer. And in doing so, became very comfortable speaking to anyone. You, know, you kind of get over that fear. You get over that like, I hate listening to my voice feeling that everybody gets. And you gain confidence because what, what I've realized is that everybody's the same, like at our core, like everybody's got the same worries, stresses, anxieties. They might manifest in different ways, but like people are people and we've got a lot more in common than we think. And learning that through podcasting really helped unlock of other, a lot of other soft skill doors for me because I got over myself in a way and allowed myself to open up to others. So that's one example. People are listening to this, wondering how do I do it? am not saying everybody has to go start a podcast, but, it's it's recognizing first in yourself what you're lacking and then you know I'm a big fan of challenges like giving yourself a challenge like you got to push yourself out of your comfort zone to grow right you have you have to have some discomfort and push past it in order to to make a change and so it could be a podcast another thing I did, I did i gave myself a video challenge where i did i forced myself to record a video every day for 60 days and post it to social media to get over like my uncomfortableness of being on camera here we are on camera right and so whatever it is for you, if it's public speaking, if it's, you know, whatever, just go and do more of it. And you're probably going to have to do it outside of your day job at first and create, like find a safe environment to fail in. You don't want to go to the board meeting and say, I'm going to practice public speaking now, right? Like <laughs> you want to be prepared for that for sure. And find things like that. And if you've got team members that you're coaching that feel the same way, you know, try to have some fun and create some fun team building challenges around those things for everybody, not just the people that need to grow from it. And that's a good way to to build a team in addition to building the skills on a team and go from there. So it's my quote unquote words of wisdom. And I'll also offer up to anybody. Obviously, I love this topic and I love talking about it. So if anybody listening wants to kind of geek out on personal development and soft skills, we put our email address in the Show notes of every single episode. So, email me. You can get me at podcast level.agency and we could talk about it and uh, what you're doing. I could learn from you. And if, if you want to see how I could help or level could help things that you're working on, it'd be really fun to have those conversations.
1: Thanks, Miles. I appreciate that. So, takeaway here get curious, start testing, both with your marketing and with yourself. This is Alan and Miles signing off from Level Agency's Tesla and Grow podcast. We'll catch you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tesla and Grow from your friends at Level Agency. For more information about what we do here at Level, be sure to visit us online at www.level.agency.
0: And do not forget to rate and subscribe to this show wherever you listen to your podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Until next time. Remember that the best way to do any sort of marketing is to test, learn, and grow.